You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Let's go. Welcome to Citizen. Today we have a very special guest, dear friend of mine, David Wood, uh, former Marine, entrepreneur, uh, you know, all around inspiring guy, very thoughtful, you know, and I I wanted to have you on because I've been looking to have people on that, um, that I think share the same values that I do, but who have uh, disparate beliefs otherwise. Like you're a deeply religious person, I'm not. Um, but we still arrive, like if, if either one of us sat down and wrote down what a good person was, I think our definitions would be very close to the same. So I think, uh, you know, when I'm having these conversations, trying to flesh out what, what it's really gonna mean to be a citizen, um, you know, I I wanna I wanna make sure I'm not not in a feedback loop of my own nonsense. You know what I mean? Like I need to hear from other people about how we arrive at these solutions. So thanks for coming today. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, brother. Much respect. Um, you know, when you sent over your 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 thoughts and kind of your your eleven kind of virtues, I you know, and, and knowing that you and I are, have very different creation ideas Mm -hmm. to say Uh, you know i thought of john adams where his quote our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people it's wholly inadequate to the government of any other and you're a you have high moral standing i mean you and i are the same on you know punishment for pedophiles Mm -hmm. um treasonous villains I, i i think that you know a lot of times we we put ourselves in these boxes where it's okay. You're a Christian, you're a Muslim, mm. you're an atheist, but you know, our founding fathers were deists. Yeah. You know, yeah. A, a, a lot of folks get confused saying this is a Christian nation. Mm. Um, you know, they well, were John, John, John Adams was, church. John Adams was pretty clear about that too. In this letter to Benghazi, uh, the, or the or to Tripoli rather, excuse me, the treaty of Tripoli is pretty clear about that as well. But yeah. Uh, uh, continue. Well, it's just, you know, it's, it is be, being a citizen and we're, you know, I'm grateful that you're doing this podcast as we kind of watch this neo-Marxist takeover attempt, uh, you know, where, where we currently are. Um, you know, it's been interesting to me living overseas, you know, in a country that was a British colony that's now under the full guise of the Communist Party, you know, Hong Kong, um, and then living in socialist Spain and, and being back here and seeing people so inebriated by the propaganda um, that as you know, you, you said it's, we, we're not going to give up liberty for security and that, and mm. that's right where we are right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. So grateful to be here. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And yeah, to your point, 
uh, from before about um, <clears throat> about our disparate beliefs. I actually have a good example of this today. Uh, it's gonna we're gonna talk about Chris Pratt in a few minutes and some comments he made recently, and unpack them a little bit because I think it I think it's an important conversation to have. But uh, as I said before, or what I was getting to before is that <clears throat> when I when I have these conversations with people who are sort of alike but not totally like, uh, I think that's how most people are like aside from uh, some lunatics on one spectrum or the other, most people are pretty close in what they believe. Like they, they, uh, uh, articulate it differently sometimes and they focus on specific things. But you know, what's really interesting is when you see uh, certain legislation, uh, if you remove the name from it and you remove, uh, 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 the, uh, the people who wrote it, like which party is supporting it or not, you you can get seventy five to eighty percent of it. Like is is you get consensus on it. Like people are like yeah, that makes sense. And then you start attaching names and political parties to it, and people freak out, right? So I think it's really important to start where we agree. You know what I mean? Uh, and then work out from there because it kind of has the benefit of if you remember uh, uh, learning math in elementary and middle school or junior high, your teacher would have you show your work. And the reason isn't because they wanted you to do superfluous work for no reason. It's because they could look at you, they could look at your process and find out where the breakdown happened. I think if we start these philosophical conversations at points where we agree and then take it step by step, you can see exactly where uh, your uh, conversation partner went wrong or maybe where you went wrong, which is even more important, right? Like it's, it's way more important to learn that you're wrong than to prove somebody else wrong because you don't want to be out there operating with bad information. Right. All right. So I'm going to get to this Chris Pratt thing uh, first over the past, like two years, maybe he's gotten heat on social media for being part of a church that's super anti-gay or something. I don't know. I never really looked into it because I don't really care about that shit. But um, it turns out that he's never even been to the place. It's called Hillsong. Uh, yeah, he's never even been to that church. He doesn't even know anybody that goes there. Um, he just didn't come out and say that before because he wasn't. He didn't want to throw the church under the bus because he had no idea what was going on there. That's what he told Men's Health. Now he still goes to he, he's like a, a CNE guy, right? Christmas and Easter. Uh, his wife is Catholic, and uh, he's I think he's Baptist or something. So they go to what some the church sometimes and take the kids and stuff like that. But here's here are his comments. Uh, I, I just want to read some of these. So um, he says, uh, "I didn't know that I would." kind of become the face of religion when really I'm not even a religious person. Uh, I think there's a distinction between being religious, adhering to customs created by man, often times appropriating the awe reserved for who I believe is a very real God and using it to control people, to take money from people, to abuse children, to steal land and to justify hatred. Uh, whatever it is, there's evil on uh, in the heart of every single man and it's glommed on to the back of religion and come along for the ride. So to, to summarize what he's saying here, it's that he's, he, he, he's a Christian, but not 
supportive of organized religion uh, in the in in America. Which is, if that sounds, uh, and he he is, if you read this uh, entire article in Men's Health, he makes a very clear distinction between organized religion and what he considers his faith to be, which I think is an important distinction. Uh, and again, it, it, most people know this, but if, if you're a new listener, I'm not in any way religious. Um, so anyways, his comments, the way he categorizes religion sounds awfully familiar. He suggests he believes in a very real God, but not in religion, which is man-made, uh, a system of regulations that have little to do with the faith itself and have been systematically used to oppress people, take their money, abuse children, everything you know about, uh, I said before that that sounds familiar. Doesn't it sound like an American patriot, somebody that has deep faith in the ideas that this country is built upon, who's been disenfranchised and disillusioned by a corrupt government, but still has faith in what America is and what it can be? I mean, that sounds exactly like what he's saying. It's very interesting to me that there are so many parallels in the institution of organized religion and organized government. I want to hear your thoughts on that because you're you're a religious guy. So I've I've it's interesting. Um, I've had his comments sent to me by a lot of Jews and Christians um, who've said, "Look, he just bowed down to Hollywood. Just he's a Peter. He just denied Mm. Christ." When 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 I hear exactly what he just said, I couldn't agree with him any anymore. Mm. I'm a follower of Christ. Um, I wouldn't call myself a a religious person. I, I believe in Jesus Christ. I, you know, I, I double majored at UT. I was philosophy and religious studies major. And it's very interesting. Every religion that I studied was spelled D-O. Do these five pillars. Mm. Do, do these eighth noble truths. Under, live by these caste systems but for these four castes. The five um, pillars of our, uh, five ca- Calvinism, five pillars of Calvinism. Or not, what is it called? Not pillars. What is it? Shit. I don't remember. Anyways, keep going. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a Calvinist. Um, I, I, I believe in, in, in that we're all saved by grace and we all have sinned and fallen short. And we all have the, we all have the, you know, we're baptized in the blood. If we, if we bend the knee and, and, and accept the, the atonement mm-hmm. and reconciliation and, and sanctification, but he, so, so Hillsong is a major, huge church based out of Australia, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think they may be a non, non-denominational they have been hiding sexual corruption forever. Like it's, I mean, I, a ton of the churches that I've been to, like my, my church in Hong Kong, Island DCC, Hillsong had like a great freaking Coldplay style rock concert. Mm. Like you go to hear a sermon and they bring, you know, people in that wouldn't go listen to my Presbyterian church here with a, with a classical organ, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, it, you know, there, there's not hymn books. So it's a little kind of sub rock concert. If you just get on iTunes and look up Hillsong, you'll see album after album after album. Now, I think the grandfather who founded it, it, basically, long story short, they've done exactly what the Catholic Church has done. There's been folks that have done sexual misconduct, whether it's, you know, pedophilia or, or affairs or, you know, just womanizing your staff, whatever, you know, corruption. And they slid it under the rug. It was pushed under the rug. People were kept in the church. It was hushed, hushed. Now, I don't think Hillsong has, has ever been one that's anti-gay. They're a very open and accepting um, body of Christ. Now, I'm sure they'd say you can't be a gay minister, just like you can't be an alcoholic minister mm. or a, a drug addict minister. It's, you know, you, or, or an adulterous minister. It's, you know, there's clear definitions of deacons and elders and whatnot. But as far as being like an anti-gay um, I, I don't think that's ever been 
a thing of Hillsong. Now, he's been accused of being at a church in L.A. that is an affiliate, kind of, you know, a sister church or a church plant or mission partner, so to say, um, of Hillsong. Oh, Hillsong boy. Mega Church. So there's Australia. like, there's so a, getting, there's a yeah, full dude. degree of removal from that? That's stupid. I mean, it, so the, it's like, the whole thing is kind of stupid, but that's particularly dumb. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's like your fucking, that's like your step cousin yeah. is, is a criminal. It, so you must be up exactly. to something like that. Come on, man. Exactly. So he's basically getting thrown under the bus by someone who doesn't even understand the, the, the fundamentals of the, den, den, of the original denomination mm. that they're casting. They've seen in the media that Hillsong is going through A, B, and C for true and proper corruption. Mm. And I think his retort where he's talking about the organized religion and being Hillsong or any megachurch that mm. is not doing God's mission, that's not going out and feeding the poor, that's not helping the orphans, that's not seeing those in prison, that's not clothing the poor versus just keeping the money in the church, Joel Olstein style, and building megachurches where it's just internal and, and, and beautiful, rich gold like any you know, Catholic cathedral that you'll go into. Um, you know, I think that's, that's worldly corruption and the man-made establishment that he's talking about. Um, uh, you know, his, his initial statements, I, I, I completely agree with. Um, I, if you're following Christ... And, and that's your life, and you're living a life worthy to die for. You have, and, and you're an American patriot, you have two kingdoms. You have the eternal kingdom, which is where we are going. And, you know, who knows if that's heaven or if God's coming down here to recreate earth. Who knows? Um, you know, who, who knows? We will, we, we will know, but who knows? No mm. one knows. Um, and then we have our country. We have our people, we have our nation, and then we have we, we spread the greater good and, and we help those less fortunate everywhere. But yeah, bro, I think he's just been dragged through the mud. He's getting canceled. You've got some progressive leftist that's getting, you know, clout with the LGBTQ community. And it's just a crucifixion. It's, you know, right before he comes out with, you know, starring in the terminal list, which is another, you know, true patriot mm -hmm. masculine you know jack carr's books i love them i'm sure you've read them i'm on his second one now and i, yep. I can't put them down they're brilliant but i mean I, I think it's by no fault that this is happening right before this launches on amazon there there's a huge you know july 1st on amazon there's a huge backlash in the in the far left community over top gun not being you know not bowing to china for him wearing the taiwanese patch on mm -hmm. the alpha industries bomber jacket i mean we're we're in this <laughs> We're in this world where, I mean, if these are the things that we're picking at at people, you're anti-gay because you went to an affiliate church that was, you know, who's much, like Chris Pratt's not Australian. He has nothing to do with Hillsong Church. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these whole linkings of this whole thing are just, it's a, it's just a witch hunt. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. But that's, you know. But I like the parallels that you drew because he's saying, you know, I follow God, the creator. Mm -hmm. I can back away from all this organized religion when it's faulty and we're watching a faulty America right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, and we're saying we, we believe in the truth. We yeah, believe in, yeah. in Liberty that's, and, and we're Patriots. We're citizens. So that, I, I love it. I think the parallels are deep. That's the distinction I make. Right. So he makes a distinction between, uh, what, what I assume he would call his Christianity. Cause that's the faith he has. Um, he uses the word faith, but I assume that's what he means. Um, <clears throat> he's been pretty open about that. And so he makes a distinction between his Christianity and organized 
religion or Christianity or whatever. My distinction is between, I think it's one, like people say our country is going to shit quite a bit, right? So two things on that. One is our country isn't a geographical location. It's not, you know, 438 Congress people. It's not 100 senators. It's not a president. Uh, The country isn't even the people. The country is the idea that individual liberty and entrepreneurship are the ultimate inoculation to tyrannical bullshit. That's what this country is. It's that idea. In the same way that the idea or all of the ideas of what, (coughs) excuse me, of what Christ's example on earth on how to be a good person is, I think the uh, American doctrine, the the ideology that's that supports this country is i think that's a good parallel right like to me yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say that's my god but it's definitely my north star you know what i mean like it just um and that's why i made this list of principles i think it's it could be difficult uh to briefly summarize an entire belief system but i'm I'm trying to get there and i and i want to do it in a way that uh makes the points as the point of a parable is to do uh, as ubiquitous as possible. So they apply the same to a 13-year-old trying to figure out who they are as a person or a 25-year-old liberal or a 50-year-old conservative. You know what I mean? I want all those people to be able to look at this and find value and wisdom. So the first one, I had you choose a couple uh, for us to focus on. The first one is uh, Principle two, which is uh, I will do something every day to help my country, my countrymen, or all men. Um, so somebody actually asked me about that on on Twitter this morning. They said, uh, I, as a citizen, uh, how do I get the momentum back into my daily life, stop being reactive, waiting for something to happen, as a citizen, we start going back to being proactive and helping one another or taking nothing for granted. Like, how do we do that? My response is principle two, right? So you be on the lookout for people who need help. Make a habit out of taking advantage of those opportunities. Lead by example and others will follow and eventually we'll create a critical mass of people doing that, right? And you'll be able to see it. Like, you, you won't need to do a poll. You'll see the results, right? Um, so... You know, I it's to me it's about discipline and habit building, and th- that's the same. If you're learning how to be a chef, discipline and habit building. If you're learning, if you're working out, discipline, habit building. You're trying to learn a language. Every facet of life is discipline and habit building, even down to your personal relationships. So this should be no different, right? So from what, tell me why you chose that one first, because that's the first one you chose, and two, give me some examples of because you do quite a bit of charity work, but just give me some examples from your life, and then maybe you know, some general ideas on how people might be able to achieve this. Well, why I wanted to talk about this initially is because my, my entire life, I mean, I used to be a hardcore drug addict. I was freaking off in total left field, you know, first getting out of the military was just off my, out of my mind. And I've, God has helped me put my life back together by consistency discipline, consistent activities becoming ritual. And so when I read this and it was, I will do something every day, that is how you make change. That Mm -hmm. is how you 
build something into ritual. It's not putting something on the calendar and saying, okay, I'm going to do this this month. I'm going to do th that's not going to make any change. It's right. going to, it, okay, let me take that back. It'll make a change in you. You'll begin to build something, but you know, you and I train, if we said, we're going to, we're going to do a freaking CrossFit box workout once a week, mm. you, you know, whatever. Yeah. You, you, you might as well chain smoke cigarettes the days that you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're not going to diet one day a week. So I, I believe in metaphysical alignment. You know, we have this whole mind, body, spirit paradigm, which is absurd. Mm. You know, I'm a straight guy full of testosterone. If my mind is leading my body, all I'm looking at are women. Mm. I mean, like, that, that's it. That's it. I'm not, you know, I'm out there. I'm finishing a pump. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm just... It's not going to be good. Mm. My, I'm an animal, right? <laughs> if my spirit is tail end Charlie following the body, I mean, good grief. That's the, the cure for Catholicism or, or a, a, a crisis counselor, mm. right? You know, you're going to be running in to repent and you're going to need. Yeah, yeah. I think you, we need to be metaphysically aligned. So spirit, mind, and body. And for me, that's waking up every day. And the first thing that the first light that I see in my face being my, my scripture that I read. Mm. And this is, this is one minute. This is 60 seconds, maybe two minutes out of my day. And it's letting that rest my spirit. It's not checking an email. It's not checking a message. It's not reacting. You know, it's, it's starting, it's clearing my mind, and it's, it's starting with that every day, bar none, every day. Then it's going through emails. Then it's letting my work start. And it's my mind following my spirit. And then it's my training. It's finish my emails, get everything done that immediately gets to be done and then do the physical. Hmm. Now I've been doing this for years, for years and years and years, and it is ritual. So when I look at this and I say, I will do something every day to help my country, my countrymen are all men. It, it works. Hmm. It will work because it's part of your life. It's your path and your purpose and it's banged into daily ritual. So that's just to answer why I chose that and why that yeah. stuck out to me. It's because it's the consistency. It's every single day. It, you will make change if it's daily. Sure. Right? Yeah. And I'm not trying to compete uh, with the Bible or any other religious text here. I mean, this is philosophy. There's no question about that, but um, you know, it, it is, as you say, right? Like a lot of people have actually asked to put some of these up on uh, the, the reason I have it yet. To, to make posters out of them so people can frame them and put them in their homes to remind themselves, you know, of this stuff. And I, that, that is an important thing. And I definitely want to be able to do that soon, but I want to make sure that the, that the list is broad enough to apply to everybody first, uh, before we do that, but we'll do it soon. But yeah, I think it's, uh, for the non-religious person, instead of waking up and checking out that Bible verse, like, about ohms or or whatever, right? Uh, that you want to focus on for the day, uh, you know, maybe pop a look at that one, or or look up and down that list and be like, you know what I can do today is this, and it's it reminds me of uh, James Aldisher. He does this thing where he makes a list of ten ten items every single day. He just wakes up in the morning, he's like, all right, I'm, every day he chooses, and it just sometimes he's got a plan for it, sometimes it's something he sees in the news, like ten ways I can improve my garden or 10 books I could write or whatever. Right. He just makes a list of 10 things every single day of his life. And you may not get, you may not come up with your great idea when you're doing that. You may not be inspired, 
by the words on the list. It's not the point. It's a starting point. It's like a mantra, right? You look at that, like, all right, I'm going to do this today. And your brain will, your brain solves complex problems without needing you to get involved quite a bit, right? Like things pop into your head. So you just focus on that. And then, you know, before you know it, you're like, you know what I could do is that person that's been at work, that's been in a shitty mood lately. I'm going to go ask them why. And I'm not going to let them out of the room until they fucking tell me, you know what I mean? We're going to solve this problem today. Or that dude down the street that's always hungry. Or that kid at school who was always coming to school with dirty clothes. I'm going to figure out a way to get him clean clothes. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff that you can do every day. And you're not ever going to do it if you don't think of it first. So yeah, I think that ritual is a really important part of it. Now, you do quite a bit of, uh, of uh, charitable work. Uh, some publicly, some not. But give, give me, uh, like, from your perspective, you're a husband, father, business owner. How, how do you, like, let, let's say hypothetically you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about how I might be able to help somebody today. What's that look like for you? So moving back here and moving the business back here, closing down all shop in Asia, you know, shutting down the Hong Kong holding company, shutting down Virtus Outdoor Group Limited Hong Kong, moving everything to Tennessee was done on a whim coming back Q4. You know, I was stuck in Vietnam mm. 2020. I went out there to fulfill a purchase order for the Ministry of Defense in Spain. Italy shut down, Spain shut down. Wife and daughters were in Lithuania. We'd fled Hong Kong when the freaking Molotov cocktails mm. were right underneath our flat at the Polytech. I mean, that we, we that's for another podcast. Mm. I mean, that was the, to me, that was the beginning of the misinformation propaganda campaign mm. to spill over into BLM, Antifa, and everything that we saw, the you know, and, and finally COVID. Um, but that that's for another podcast. I was stuck in Vietnam for eight months, um, had more of a free voice there than I have. You know, I, I moved to Spain, social Spain. My Facebook's canceled yeah. permanently, you know, t- taken off. That's in 2020. Um, but when I got to Spain, we were in Marbella. We lived on the beach. I mean, beautiful, totally relaxed area. And I thought I can just we can stay here forever. Um, seeing the turmoil back here, seeing the division coming back Q4 2021 and meeting factory workers who's, you know, who who are doing MOD, DOD contracts, you know, all berry compliant stuff from fabric mills to camo printers mm. to the cut and sew, um, packagers, 3PL, 4PL, you know, my whole business that I've been doing globally and, and seeing those hubs here and seeing Biden give all this work to, to federal prisons mm. um, just blew my mind. And, you know, I've got family members that are on very different sides of the, of the table than I am. Mm. And they'd often call me out and say, if you care so much about this country, you know, move back, Mm. you know, move back. Let's see you lose that, that profit margin, bring it here, you know, practice what you preach. Um, And I was fortunate enough through one of my Navy SEAL brothers, Mark Lonergren Hertel, awesome guy. He was a force recon Marine, then a green weenie for a bit, and then was in SEAL team four. And then was one of the fat, you know, one of the, one of the initial kind of faces and heads in um, GRS. Mm. But he's, you know, 10 years senior to me. He was building some and is building some very interesting IR camo mm-hmm. and was doing that for some of the new stealth techs, new thermal imaging, mm-hmm. just all sorts of really cool, you know, high speed, low drag Navy SEAL stuff, just because they always, you know, have, have the funding and the, the mm-hmm. connections to get, get the right stuff done. But he introduced me to some factories here, cut and sews. Um, and and these, these people are, are just salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
through my, my father was a pastor of a Presbyterian church here. He retired now. He was retired for three years. Now he's headed up to be the senior pastor of Evangelical Presbyterian Church at Annapolis. Mm. So he'll move up there in a few weeks. He's an old Vietnam corpsman. Great for him to be around a bunch of Annapolis SEALs mm. and Marines and be back around his kind of his, his peeps for this last chapter of life. But his prior church, Cedar Springs, is massive in global global ministries. Mm. So they were funding a lot of the work I was doing when I went over to China based in Hong Kong and was smuggling Bibles, smuggling mm. funds and building underground seminaries, working with groups, battling human slavery, sex trafficking mm. um, and reaching unreached people groups. Um, I, so I don't know if we, we'd ever had that conversation, but that's originally why I went over to Hong Kong in 2009. Right. Um, you know, being back here and having that network of people, um, save our families, for example, global ministry, mm. the Koch brothers, um, awesome libertarian Christians that are, you know, philanthropists that go off Frederick Douglass's quote. What is it? I, I will work with anyone who's going to do good and I will not work mm. with anyone who's going to do evil. That's the gist of it. So kind of that's their, that's their ethos. But I had the opportunity to, with, with a, a lady named Janet Cochran that, that works with um, Save Our Families, uh, you know, East Tennessee branch, to start moving women who've been felons or who've been rescued out of sex trafficking and who've, or, or have been hardcore drug addicts mm. and have cleaned their lives up, gotten their children back, and now need work, we've gotten to move them into our factories here mm -hmm. and have gotten them you know, meaningful employment. They're able to put their families back together. And they're able to, to rejoin society and most importantly, put their families back together, be mothers, be fathers, be, you know, mm. put back that critical nuclear family that's being, you know, pushed to be stripped away from us right now. Um, so getting to have that as my entire kind of workforce here now, um, you know, a group that's hiring people like this for, for the cut and sew MMI out of, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, being a Christian group that works with vets that's done, you know, tech fabrics for DevGrew and kind of. Having having this group of people, Christian or not, you know, just by chance, all of these groups that I've worked with are are Christians. Mm. Now, all different denominations. You know, we've right. got Southern Baptist, we've got you know, non-denominational, all that. But none of them are preaching it. None of them are pushing this. Mm. They're all living what the true principles of Christ are. You know, and and that's it's you know that goes back to what Chris Pratt's saying, and that's a big problem in in our country. You know, you can feel however you want to feel about something, but the minute you're screaming and pointing your finger at the other side, you're getting labeled just as crazy as they are, and you might you might just be acting that way. Right, yeah. You know? You know, the, we, it's, we, we it's, shouldn't... it's John 13, 30-something. I don't remember what it is, but it says, uh, it's Jesus talking. He says, um, uh, by this, the people will know that you're my disciples, uh, if you love one another. Yeah. Right. So like you, you can, it, I, I, if you, if you translate it into like modern language would be basically, it would say, um, people will know, uh, everything they need to know about you based on how you treat each other. Right. And yeah. that's, 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 that isn't unique to Christianity, right? It's not just about, yeah. or unique to religion at all. That's a very true statement for anybody anywhere at any time in human history. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm here, like all the stuff you're talking about, like it, it starts with figuring out a way to help your country and your countrymen. Um, <clears throat> but there's also other elements in it, right? So uh, not placing virtue or commerce above uh, virtue is one of them. Uh, uh, 
efforts toward the public good should trump your efforts toward your own good. Um, and then, and then putting more into your country than you take out of it. Right. I mean, I think that's, it's, it's, it's good that your relatives challenged you. You know what I mean? Like that's an important thing to have people in your life. That'll, that'll, you know, call you out. Yeah. That'll call you out, but do it in a way that's like that actually not. So there's a very, there's a big difference between calling somebody out and, and holding somebody accountable and just being a dick. Like if you go on the internet, it's not, it's only people being dicks. They're just like, you're wrong. You're stupid. And here's why, but not you're wrong. Here's why. And here's how we fix it. Like that's a much better uh, solution to, well, it's, it, it is actually a solution because it's not a solution just to criticize somebody. And that's something that we, you and I definitely taught our subordinates in the military. Like, if you come to me with a problem, you better have a fucking solution to it. Otherwise, all you've done is add to the problem, right? Like, right. They, and, and it's, you know, that's not entirely true. Sometimes we solve things together, but you want your people learning as early as possible how to be problem solvers independent from the group, right? Because many hands make light work. Many minds make better solutions. Um, yeah. So let's move on to the next one. And that's... uh I'll put more into the country than I take out of it. Um, I mean, I feel like so, so a lot of our crowd that listens to this are people that are, that have served in the military currently serve our, our first responders. They, they put in quite a bit. Um, and you know, th- it's all about perspective. So for, from, from the civilians perspective, it looks like we've done a lot and maybe that's true. And maybe that can be intimidating for them. Like, well, I'll never be able to do as much as you. It's like, that's not the point. Like, you don't have to do as much as we did. Uh, From our perspective, people that are mentally healthy know that their service is not over, right? Because that's where we find our purpose is in in the service of others. Um, So I would just keep all that in mind as we discuss these things. Uh, you guys that are listening to this, you should definitely keep that in mind. It's not a contest or a competition. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to somebody else, although you should be inspired by other people's greatness. That's definitely a yep. thing. But, you know, do what you can. Find a way. Now, for you, post-military, how have you found ways to to put more into your country than you take out of it, right? Um. Post-military, like I said, I was a train wreck for, for a good bit. Um, almost died of hep C. Like, again, another podcast. Like, had to go on experimental chemo, was miraculously cured, but um, was, was in a pretty dark place. And I took that job. You know, I took 20 hours a semester and, and 12 hours in the summer. And luckily, because of, like, Damnick Intel School and, you know, other schools in the Marine Corps, your 8,000 series mm-hmm. and everything else, every other school we did for, for Shrig and... And mapping schools and all that, they let me basically start at my 300 level mm. classes. So, you know, I, I had divorced my wife, my first wife. I had full custody of my son, um, got full custody of my son when I got clean and took that job basically because I felt God had given me a new lease on life. And it was, how can I help this earth? Um, you know, how can I, how can I, how can I help people that are enslaved, people that are being killed for mm. freedoms that I've, that I've had um, and, and taken for granted, you know? And so that was why I did that work. Now, fast forward to now, coming back, it is, how can I bring work back to America? Mm. How, can I, how can I put jobs? Um, how can I put food on the table for, uh, for families that are hurting right now? 
And how can I not just do that, but help build back an, an infrastructure of manufacturing? Because we have the know-how. Hmm. Um, honestly, Dan, the only thing we're missing right now is the intestinal fortitude of people to get up out of bed and work. <laughs> like if there's been one brilliant strategy to roll us into a freaking Marxist utopian nipple feeding, you know, utter attached society, it's stimulus checks. I mean, I just saw Newsom is giving a stimulus check for $1,500 people in California. It's like, how did we get here? <laughs> Why is there such inflation? It's, you know, it's, 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 it's called printing money that's, yeah. and that's about it. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's getting up, you know, I think social media, I, I, I met you in Vegas at SHOT Show. I think Tank mm -hmm. introduced the two of us and, and we, we met there, um, a SHOT Show or Magic Show or one of the, one of the trade shows you were, we, we, we got to have breakfast in passing. Mm. And then I started following you on social media and you challenge people. You are very charismatic and, and you're a very smart guy. You're, I mean, you're a very well-read man. Um, and that is a leadership role that gives people someone to emulate, mm. you know? And it is very helpful that you don't take a left or a right stance. It is very helpful that you stay in the middle. You're not a screaming, you know, fundamentalist Christian mm. or a, you know, science go atheist this anti that i mean you're you're very chill and you 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 respect everyone that deserves respect right, yeah. um and you and you listen you know you don't lash out you listen and then you might lash out if 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 it's needed but that's good um so you know i i, I think we have to keep doing what we're doing. I, you know, I get, so I'm, I was glad to be kicked off of Facebook permanently. I've definitely not left, lost any sleep. I mean, I love what Mike Glover says. If all your problems disappear when you put down your phone, I mean, there you go. You don't have any real problems. Y yeah, exactly. That's, you don't uh, have any yeah. real problems. If that's the so, case, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so being able for, you know, the, the two of us being able to inspire people and, and just, I mean, even through Instagram, I just try to show guys like, take care of your family. Mm. It's cool to love your wife. It's cool to take your woman on a date night. Mm -hmm. Women, it's cool to be good to your man. It's it's cool to hang out with your kids. Like this is this is the nuclear family. Like at the end of the day, these are the people we that these are the only people that are going to be around us when we're dying. That's it. Um, so so invest in them. That's yeah. cool. It is cool to get up and work. It is cool to take care of your body. Um, so you know the, the, those with the rituals, and then how do we make this country better by being, being men to emulate? Yeah. You know, as usual, we've got a couple of ads that keep us on the air here. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking barrels right now. Ghostbed is offering 40% off Ghostbed bundles where you get a mattress, one of their five mattresses uh, and an adjustable base. And then anything else you add to that order, it's going to be 40% off for everything else. You're going to get 30% off. If you use the code drinking bros at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, you get a mattress for like 25 35 bucks a month if you use the zero down 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. That's five years, folks. Go check it out at ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros. They got those cooling mattresses, every one of them. Cooling sheets, cooling pillows. It's hot and sweaty here in Texas, so you need them, man. Uh, every mattress has a 20-year warranty. Some even have 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it back. No hard feelings, but I know you won't. They've got the best pillows, the best... Uh, uh, sheets, best mattresses that money can buy. So go check them out at ghostbed.com 
forward slash drinker bros. Next up, we have Babel. Language for life. That's what they say, right? Uh, this is the best language learning software that I've ever used. I actually just got a subscription for, uh, <clears throat> for Kane, for Brittany's son. He wants to learn a new language. I'm like, well, I got just the place for you, kiddo. Uh, right now, everybody's getting ready to go travel for the summer. Get out of here for a while. Take it easy. Um, if you're going to do that, make sure you bone up on your language skills a little bit, at least so you can ask directions uh, for the bibliotheque and the and the turlet and stuff like that. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's always time to learn a new, new language before you reach your destination. You can do it en route. Uh, you only need 10 minutes per lesson. Um, Babbel says that you can start having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks if you really pay attention to it. That's not a very long time. Um, other language learning apps use AI for the lesson plans. Babbel uses Lesson plans created by over 150 language experts. Um, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and others. Uh, Babel speech recognition technology makes sure that your pronunciation and accent is on point. You don't sound like an idiot. Uh, so many ways to learn with Babel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. 20 days is one day shy of three weeks. So you can pretty much use this to its fullest benefit uh, within the within the grace period there, and you'll know for sure if it works. So right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash American. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash American for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's, uh, that's something that literally anybody can do. I, I always say the first thing that a young man, young kid, uh, uh, young boy learns about how to treat women is how his father treats his mother. And the first thing that a, a young girl ever learns about how she's to be treated by men is how her father treats her mother, right? It's a very fucking important. Even if the marriage ends in divorce, the way that their father treats their mother with respect or not, whether they're talking shit behind their back all the time or not, whether they're abusive, whether they they ignore their problems, whatever it is, uh, uh, if it's neglect, if it's abuse, uh, it'll it'll translate into every facet of their lives, every male relationship they ever have for the rest of their lives, and and it'll translate into how uh, young men treat women as they get older as well. It's a, but that's not just the case with parents and their children. It's the case with anybody that anybody else respects, and any situation they do in life. Like people are always watching, people that depend on you, and if you're listening to this show you've made a choice to try to make your life and your country and the world better so uh you know this is a, a challenge to you and I, ex- I expect you to meet it as you do stuff every single day to help this uh, uh help this country help your countrymen uh to help all people you can do something every single day whether it's holding the door for somebody or helping a little old lady across the street or you know being nice to somebody that doesn't doesn't deserve it you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do there. And I think, <clears throat> I think at the end of the day, you should feel, you should feel some sense of accomplishment, right? People sleep better when they work all day. And it's not just because they're physically tired. Like I've been physically tired and had insomnia plenty of times. Um, people feel better when they do the work, right? Because that's what, that's how your brain works. It, it expects you to do the work. And when you don't, when you're lazy, 
Uh, and I don't just mean about physical labor. When you're lazy in how you treat people, you know, if you neglect people, if you put your problems above theirs, you're not going to be able to sleep at night, both literally and figuratively. You know what I mean? Um, now, next one that you chose, <coughs> excuse me, is I'll promote uh, equality of opportunity, not outcome, particularly when I'm in a position of power and wealth. Now, this is something that uh, it's very easy to see how you and I might be able to do this because we've got employees, we run businesses, all this stuff. I want to hear your thoughts on how a regular person who works in a fucking cubicle somewhere, right, and doesn't doesn't own a business or whatever, or they, they are a truck driver or something like that. How do they do this? I think it's, ha I think it's having the intestinal fortitude to s stand up against the mob and the narrative. It's the intestinal fortitude to speak up in those, you know, employee huddles where someone's getting thrown under the bus or someone's being ostracized or someone is being, you know, validated for work that they haven't done. You know, I think that you can always voice truth and stand against you know against the narrative that this is this is owed this is deserved you should feel guilt you're a victim you know we can and and not by being rude not by being hateful um but being a strong human being be that a man or woman you're how, how you present yourself is everything so you know be be sharp mm. be physically fit be confident you know study up no, speak with authority and stand up for those that are being oppressed, stand up for those who are being ostracized, stand up for those who are being thrown under the bus for being straight, for being white, for being this, for being that. Mm. Um, and stand up for those who are being thrown under the bus for being of color or mm. for being gay. If mm. it's that era, I mean, stand up for anyone who's being ostracized, who's being, you know, who, who is being properly, um, you know, assaulted. I'd say, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. I mean, this country is so freaking huge. I, I forget, um, you know, people used to say when, when people would ask me about China and they'd say, God, are there really concentration camps here? Are there really? And I'd say everything you hear about China is true. Mm. Everything. Because it's that big. You can go to Beijing, Shanghai. You don't need a VPN. You've been to, you know, business districts in these lockdown countries where they want you in there. They, they want your money. They want your business. Mm. You're, you're not going to see any of that stuff. And then you go to a second tier city, third tier city and there's human trafficking on the streets. There's, you know, concentration camps here. There's slave minings. There's, you know, there's this and that. America is not that much different. So it's it's being true. It's it's caring about your fellow man. It's loving your neighbor. It's loving all. Hmm. And it's it's standing up for those being oppressed. Yeah. So I mean, and that's going to be different depending on what demographic you're in and what geographical location you're sure. in of the of the United States. Yeah, I used to like to say a person should appear to be uh, on the right when leftists are out of control, and on the left when right leaning people are out of control. What Fred Doug Douglas said was, "I would unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong." And I think it's something that permeates through all of culture. So we're talking about business or in the workplace where people are being taken advantage of, or even in the political spectrum where people might be taken advantage of. Um, I would reduce this all the way down. Like for, let's say you're a teenager and you see somebody getting bullied for something. Now uh, I, I talked about this on a show last week as well. <clears throat> and this is part of being a leader. It's part of being a man, but it's part of being a leader regardless of what your, uh, your sex is. Um, 
you should stop the bullying, right? Get involved, stop the bully, bullying and check on the victim, but spend more time with the bully than you do with the victim. And here's why. Like a toddler, if you spend too much time telling a victim they're a victim, they're going to start to believe that it's part of their identity. You know what I mean? Like your kid's falling down and bumped his knee before. And if you just look at him and then look away, gets up, doesn't cry. If you run over and try to comfort him, starts crying because it's his human nature, right? And I'm not saying you should be manipulative with people. What I'm saying is this is how the fucking thing works. So make sure the victim's okay, but the real problem is the bully because the bully is doing what they're doing, not because they're evil for the most part. It's not because they're evil. It's not because they're a bad person. It's because they are hurting and they want to make somebody else hurt too. That's, that's what it is. And doesn't that sound like an opportunity to fucking help somebody? You know what I mean? Doesn't it sound like the opportunity to, uh, because they might be in some class that, that people don't particularly care for anymore, or maybe they're having problems at home, or it doesn't really matter what the problem is. That dude needs your help. And, you know, if you want to live in a country where schools aren't getting shot up, I don't, I don't want to take any blame off the people who end up doing that because a lot of people have gone through a lot of rough shit and not decided to walk into an elementary school and kill people. But if you want to live in a world where that kind of stuff doesn't happen, you better damn well be ready to stand up, grab yourself by the nutsack and walk over to that mean looking dude and say, Hey man, what's wrong? Like, why, why are you doing this? And, and go back to him. If he tells you to fuck off or, or hits you, go back to him every single day until he gives you an answer, like be a fucking leader. And that's the kind of example that I expect out of people. Cause that's what I would do. If somebody around here was acting like that or, you know, uh, on a consistent basis, anybody in my life just to ask, I mean, what's the worst thing to happen? You ask them and what they're going to, you're going to get in a fight in middle school who cares. You know what I mean? That shit happens all the time anyways. But imagine what the result might be if you stop the next person that might walk into a school and start shooting. You know what I mean? Imagine how many lives yeah. you can say just with a little bit of kindness. I, I think it's a really important thing to do. Yeah, and, it, you know, you look someone in the eyes and ask them what is going on in their life, they're going to they're gonna give you time, mm. you know, versus going over and, and accosting them for, yeah. for their actions. And if you can change a bully, that's a ripple effect because those, those are birds of a feather. Yeah, they, right? bullies make new bullies. It's, yeah. it's a generational thing for sure. Um, next is something we already talked about. I'll place virtue above commerce. I think that's, um, that's one that kind of, that's one where I think a lot of people have a lot more power than they think. That sounds like something that a CEO might say like, Oh, we have a, our, our, we have corporate responsibility and shit like that. And yeah, that's a good thing to do. Uh, I don't like all the virtue signaling that comes along with it because it takes credit for solving problems that you don't even bother trying to solve which is kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? But uh, even at the lower level, like you work at a company that's doing shady shit, find a new job, right? Like you, you why support them? You're and believe me, especially considering the, the wage uh, uh, stagflation, if you want to call it that, or the, the, how wages relative to output and, and revenue has gone, have gone down a lot over the last 25 years you are 100% doing that company a favor by staying there, right? Not only are you doing them a favor, you're doing all of America 
a disservice by continuing to prop up the machine that's that's uh, 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 um, preying on our communities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. That's a, there's there's literally something that everybody can do here. Um, but I want to like hear your thoughts. Uh, obviously, you were trying to do some good stuff over in Hong Kong, and I like Hong Kong, but man, it's it's probably a little bit too late for them now, just because we've 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 not done a good job of handling that situation here, but. I'm not sure that there's really anything America, America could have done. This isn't a political show. That's not the point. I want to hear now, you know, from your perspective, forget about all the business stuff. How does this, how, how does the individual, like the average non-business owner do that? How do they place virtue above commerce? Well, reading these every morning would be a, a good start. Mm. Because if you're not centered, if you don't have your path, if you, if we don't know our path and our purpose, um, we're, we're, we're just, it's, it's mind, body, spirit, Mm. right? It's so many of my buddies that were pharmaceutical reps. Now they're making a ton of medical sales and it's just going, you know, it's just going from one chase of the dollar to another and, you know, not not even taking time to, for, for self care. Mm. Um, and if we know our path and our purpose, if we, you know, I named my company Virtus because Virtus is Latin for warrior virtues. And it's, if we, if we care, if we stand against a sick culture and a broken society, we put, you know, as a, as a follower of Christ, I mean, I love Paul, the apostle, the full armor of God. I mean, it's, it would be, it would be him nowadays telling us, you know, the, the kit you put on and with 82nd airborne, what I put on when I was with Shrig. You know, he gives the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, stand firm in the, the shoes, the gospel of peace, the helmet of salvation, the, the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. Um, and so it's what do you want to do? What brings you fulfillment? What, what what's your gift? Um, and not getting too, you know, melodramatic into the touchy feely like what's your what is your passion? And, you know, how, how, <laughs> what filter do you use on TikTok? But yeah. what gives you meaning? And how can you help your fellow man? And if if you don't know what you find your identity in, you're you're sunk. I mean, you're sunk. If you if you can't look yourself in the eyes and say, "I stand against pedophiles because," mm. "I stand against slavery because," "I sit I stand against abuse because," then you I mean you're you know you're you're Christian Bale and American Psycho mm. like you're you 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 you're a sociopath or a psychopath. Um, if we define our, our path and our purpose, we're going to understand how precious our time is here. You know, I mean, you and I are what in our early forties, mm-hmm. I think we're close, close to the same age. Yep. I'm a 79 er. Um, like I, I have a friend die every couple months and it's, it's, it's just a normal mm-hmm. thing now. It's not suicide or, or a car wreck. It's like, you know, cancer, this, yeah. I, I just had one of my shareholders die of, uh, of brain cancer. I mean, he had a freaking tumor. This dude was a triathlete, you know, didn't cleanest eater i know i mean it's just it happens yeah that's life um and it's what did he do with his time this stuff happens and you think you know you see the you see the kids god i wish i spent more time with my dad or oh my dad was always with me this was great and you know and then you're gone and nobody cares should, you know, nobody cares did you make it to the funeral no i couldn't i was like, okay well <laughs> yeah. back 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 to business um so it's do you care about your legacy what's your path and your purpose define your path and your purpose and then live you know work in a job that aligns with your virtues 
And I think if you work in a job that is on the trajectory to your Talos, to your Acme, to your mm. summit, you know, and, and you put that over commerce, you're living happily, you're fulfilled, you're, you're on that trajectory, you're living with your path and your purpose, and you're going to be working with people that are aligned in the same values. And, you know, that is mission critical is iron sharpens iron, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah, that's um, what that's what's meant when people, by the way, when people say money can't buy happiness, it's not to say that money can't dramatically improve your life. That is obviously that's true. Come on, man. Like that, that's not the point. The point is that money can make a good life better, but it can't make a bad life good. You know what I mean? Now it can drag you out of poverty, but I mean, look at how many rich people kill themselves. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's ridiculous. So uh, to your other point. I agree with that. What What's your gift? So <clears throat> I've talked a little bit about this before, but it's, it's a really important one because we seem, we seem to see traits as either intrinsically good or evil, right? Like aggressiveness is bad. Uh, 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 anger might be bad uh, while some other like compassion and empathy might be good. Now, compassion and empathy can 100% be taken advantage of. You could be an enabler and completely fuck up somebody's life that you're in charge of. If you're an enabler as a parent to a young kid that has, you know, particular demons, that kid's not going to turn out well. That is a very real thing. And uh, obviously there's <laughs> there's uh, benefits to aggression, right? I mean, it's uh, to def- it's the, there's a, it's biological. There's a reason for it, to protect your kids, to protect your family, to respond to disasters and things like that. So what I would recommend is find what you're not what you're passionate about, but what you're really good at, you know, or so what your, what your instinct is maybe even might be a better way to put that. Because if your instinct is to get hot and react quickly, there's a really good use for that. Right. Uh, you, you need to learn how to control it. Obviously like, you know, like you can be a really good jumper, but that doesn't mean you're going to be a great basketball player. So you got to learn skills. So develop that ability into something good. You know what I mean? You're going to be the best you'll ever be if you take the things that you do naturally and become really good at doing those things, um, I, that sounds like a platitude, but this is very obvious to me. You know what I mean? I, a guy with no arms isn't going to be a baseball player probably, but maybe soccer, who knows? Um, <laughs> so here's the last one. This is uh, I will live a life worth dying for. What's that mean to you? Well, death is inevitable um, and we're, one day closer to it every every day that we wake up to me living a life worth worth dying for is it, it is would i die at any moment for my fellow man and mm-hmm. am i living a life um not not so much of legacy but to where i'm changing lives around me mm-hmm. i mean when i start to get angry and i start to get divisive and i start to i, I when I know it's time to just put down my phone and freaking turn it off and turn off the news and just walk away from everything um, is, is when I let the demons set in that make me begin to hate my fellow man. Mm. And it's, I was a bad guy. I mean, I was, I, I was a bad dude when I, when I got back from Afghanistan, when I got out of the Marines and I was with my, you know, my team and like, we were, we were, we were dangerous. We were, we were not, not in a good place. And it's very easy the minute that you are on the top of the summit and you've made it to your, you know, to your temporary Talos to forget about 
the people that helped you make it there and the the pitfalls that you went through um and at the end of the day the only thing we have is each other i mean that's it our mm -hmm. fellow man the only thing we can take to the next life with us is each other <clears throat> it's, it's it's souls um and whether you know whether you you believe in that or not you definitely believe that we we, we help each other get to success whatever that success is whether it's a you know wh whatever it is we help people get on the trajectory to their talos or to they, the talos um and if that is something that is going to have you killed i mean the flip side of that if that's something that goes against every totalitarian mm. around you then it, you you damn well better live that mm. if you're of you know living for validity and you're you're authentic i mean we we you look at the bible and you look at these these heroes you know david freaking solomon samson all of them messed up dude deeply flawed There's, yeah Deep, deeply flawed i mean and even when they had been blessed and were at the top at the i mean just fell and fell and fell i mean mm. i read proverbs and i'm like is solomon was he even saved like this dude yeah. went off the absolute deep end <laughs> at the end like i mean good grief like the irony of someone not being able to live out their own proverbs yeah right their own knowledge mm. i mean david withering at the end and you know it's just it's it's over and over and over and it's you know these are kings these are kings um so how are we living and are we living daily for something that truly matters and i mean again that goes to path and purpose you know what what are we living for mm. and if you are living out what you are supposed to be doing and that is helping others i mean honestly when i was going in and out of china i was i was ready to die i mean if i had, it was captured i was i was right with god um i that to me was worth it now fighting against a corrupt group that is dabbling and responsible for sex trafficking for moving i mean I'm, and i don't want to say too much on that here but mm. I, I think you know what i'm getting at yeah, yeah i mean that is something that that's the that's a hill that i'll die on yeah yeah so i mean when i look at that when i read that to, to live a life worth dying for it do i know what i'm living for because mm. if i know what i'm living for and that that purpose is virtuous that and that's a life worth dying for that's a good uh that's a good addition i nobody said that one yet um that uh so we've heard you know live a life worth dying for because people have died to make your life possible right that that's part of the american fabric it's part of the, a lot of uh, uh countries fabric but i think particularly ours because our revolution happened so recently um uh historically speaking but and then then I've heard uh, if you're on your deathbed, you don't want to have regrets, right? So imagine what you're doing right now, and think if I was on my deathbed, would I look back on this moment and be pleased with it? And now you've added this other one: like, is the is are, are the principles I've chosen to follow worth dying for? I think that's an important one. Um. Oh boy, hold on, I got to write that down so I don't forget it. Although we are recording this, I guess I could just go back and listen. But um, yeah, I think that's a really good, that's a really good point. Um, one that I hadn't really considered before. Um, not not in the context of this question anyways. I mean, obviously, we've put our lives on the line quite a bit. But, you know, at the time, you don't really think about it that much. You just like, this is what's got to get done. So you do it. But that's good advice. 
well, cool, man. We've made it through all this stuff today. Um, I appreciate you coming today. Appreciate your time. Hopefully we can have you in the studio here sometime soon when you're in Texas. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you so they can check out your stuff, all your businesses and what, whatnot. Instagram, um, Vogue global, David J underscore wood and Vogue store, Vogue, V O G Vogue store.com. Cool. Thanks for coming today. Thanks uh, to all of you for listening. This has been citizen. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for four 99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.